Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. Hour number two of X's and Bros coming to live this Monday. It's the 6th day of February 2023. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you, we welcome you, we thank you, we appreciate you, and of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword Sports Radio, send that to 21000, Sports Radio to 21000, Meyer Supercenter guest line 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176, we're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros, and of course, good morning to our television audience as well. BCSN on Buckeye Broadband and streaming live on our YouTube page, Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to get to our website, xpmornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Danny Cahalan is at Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. What's going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Green Bay Packers quarterback, or maybe New York Jets quarterback, or maybe Las Vegas Raiders quarterback. We don't really know. He's under contract with Green Bay, so he still wears the, the big G on his head. Aaron Rodgers was the winner of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. So how about that? Congratulations. Aaron Rodgers. Cowboys have named Brian Schottenheimer to be their offensive coordinator, so that's kind of uh, it's an interesting move. Love the Schottenheimer family, so I'm all for it there. The menacing charges against uh, the Bengals running back Joe Mixon have been dropped. They've been dismissed, which I think is interesting. That was dismissed on Friday. Hamilton County Prosecutor's Office requested that the uh, menacing charge against Mixon be dismissed according to the filing issued Friday afternoon. We need additional investigation before we could move forward with this case. A prosecutor told the uh, county judge, Prosecutor said the victim understood the need to dismiss the case and would be in favor of moving forward with the charge if if it needs to be refiled. The dismissal comes one day after they authorized a warrant for Mixon stabbing from an incident that allegedly occurred on January 21st, just one day prior to the Bengals and the Bills. But this is the same guy that we have on camera punching a college student in the head, a female at a, uh, I don't know, some kind of uh, burger joint or taco, this is a fast food restaurant, uh, knocking her out cold, but he still got drafted. So There you go. Uh, Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, have traded their... Star guard, Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. What shocking news this was. Irving goes to Dallas. The Mavs send Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, welcome home, an unprotected 2029 first-round pick and second-round picks in 27 and 29 to the Nets in exchange for Irving. 
and Markeith Morris. Don't forget about Big Keith. Uh, so good for him. I have a question for you that I want you to think about. Has there been a team that has gone net negative after losing Kyrie Irving? Has any team he's left gone down to the depths of hell since his departure? And what team has he joined? What team has he joined via free agency and or constant trade request that has benefited positively from him being there? Sure, he's had some nice individual games. That's fine. I that's That's my question. Who has had a net negative when he leaves? And who has gone over the top when he's added? Reminder, the one title that he does have, LeBron James came to save the day because Kyrie had Cleveland in the lottery. I understand Dallas trying to make a move here. They need uh, they need somebody else to be paired with Luka Doncic. I just don't I don't think this is it, man. I, I don't hang think on this real is quick, it. real quick, yeah. off subject. I just I'm scrolling down Twitter. I see a video of this cat uh, throwing some hats at the Michigan game. And you are absolutely clapping, going bonkers for this guy. Not going bonkers, but I am. I'm giving him a round of applause. It was incredible. I, I can, I've never seen anything like, like this. <laughs> it's a boomerang of cow. Are you just seeing the CBS Sports? Team? Yes, I'm just yeah. watching this. It got sent to me last night. It's fantastic. You're in the background, just clapping away. Can't even believe it. This, yeah, this I, guy's great. Fabulous. I mean, five cow, like five straw cowboy hats, like one of those Corona extra cowboy hats you'd get. Kind of what they look like, like mini sombreros. He's Sp- he's Spanish, so mini sombrero works. And the guy's throwing them like a boomerang and juggling them at the same time. Like he throws all five of them out there, and he catches. He keeps throwing. Them. He's putting them on. He's catching, throwing them. Put- I'm like, While running in a circle. <laughs> then he brought his daughter out. His daughter does the same thing. They have a family show coming up in uh, Cancun. They're going to perform for an hour. The entire family's got like five kids. Spaniard. Guy's in good shape. Suit was a little tight, but you know, outside of that. Uh, Steph Curry, with his leg injury, is expected to be out through the All-Star break. Is that better phrasing there, Dan, than out through mid for mid-February? <laughs> Breaking news, Steph Curry out through mid-February. That's next Wednesday, people. Relax. All right. Also, like if it was next February, yeah, that's a big deal. The NBA said it investigated a post-game incident after the Memphis Grizzlies home game against the Pacers on January 29th and banned some fans from FedEx Forum. This is a big deal that no one's talking about. The Athletic reported that the acquaintances of Grizzlies' John Morant confronted members of the Pacers traveling party near the Pacers bus, the FedEx Forum, in the loading dock area in a 112-100 win that night for the Grizzlies. The Athletic reported a laser coming out of the SUV that it, uh, from an SUV that it reported Morant was riding in and it was pointed towards Pacers players, coaches, and, other, and others in the loading area. A laser. I have a sneaky suspicion here. Just saying. That's not one of those gas station ones with the three little batteries in it. The NBA is going to, and and they already have the league investigation security protocol. 
John Morant should be suspended indefinitely. Indefinitely. All-star game, the whole deal. Gone. Poof. You are not going to behave like this. Flat out, point blank, period. And if these are the people you're around, you better find some new friends. Because armed security, paid security, they don't behave like that. They're professionals. Not this amateur hour stuff that you got going out where everybody thinks they're a gangster all of a sudden. A laser? What do you think that was attached to? You think somebody's just got one of the little laser pointer? It's going to flash it at the bus? Come on now. I was born at night, but it wasn't last night. Suspended indefinitely. Watch ESPN not even touch the story. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. This, the, this here is the difference between, now it's alleged, because I wasn't there and I didn't see it, but you have the case in Ann Arbor, you're just on him. It's the, nothing's happening. Now you have a laser beam coming out of an SUV pointed at the team bus. Are you kidding me? What is this, WWE? What are you guys doing here? Guaranteed ESPN doesn't touch it. Watch today. Uh, the Nuggets set four starters versus the Timberwolves last night. That's unfortunate because it gives a, you know, it just, it, that, that's, what, that's, that's what this league has become. Um, and, you know, that's, you're going to lose 128 to 98. It's going to be a blowout and, you know, no, no Jokic, no wins. Uh, the Magic's Mo Bamba and the Wolves' Austin Rivers are among three suspended uh, for their, they, they're calling it a brawl. It was a physical altercation, a lot of pushing and shoving. And the New York Islanders have agreed to an eight year extension for Bo, Bo Horvat. It's going to go eight and a half million per year, average annual value. We'll step aside, we'll return. What in the world happened to Michigan State over the weekend? We'll talk about it next year. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5 on items like Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Wing Sauce or Marinade, Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese, and Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5, plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole, just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get a taste of sweet rewards, up to $5,000 cash. Every Friday in February from 7 to 11 p.m., play for a chance to take home the chocolate bar with prizes from $1,000 premium play all the way up to $5,000 cash. Don't miss sweet rewards. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. 
They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. and bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. Hey, fans, don't forget, by the way, West Michigan Golf Show is coming up. Uh, that's this week. Right, so don't miss the uh, West Michigan Golf Show back February 10th through the 12th at DeVos Place. Uh, it is the uh, the big golf show, downtown GR. You're going to find amazing deals on the newest golf equipment and apparel. Also special packages from some of the best Michigan courses and plan a fantastic golf getaway for you and your friends or you and your family. This show is awesome. Play the Treetops Hole-in-One Challenge, a real landscape golf hole, and every hole-in-one wins $100 on the spot. Hmm, I wonder what the odds of that are. Maybe there's a giant green. Plus seminars by the uh, by the pros, the great tips to improve your game. Purchase tickets only online at westmichigangolfshow.com. That's westmichigangolfshow.com. Tickets good all weekend long. So excited for that uh, coming up as well. And I know, I know our good buddy, um, is it Brad? Is it Brad who? Yes. Okay. Brad, it's your time to shine, baby. This is it. This is your moment of truth right here. You hold on to the steering wheel as tight as you can because it's time for Detroit Lions trivia. What Lions defensive tackle from 1975 to 1985 made the Pro Bowl four times, including three seasons in a row, beginning in 1981? And I'll give you a hint if you want it. We'll take the hint. His last name is the language we speak. Also, is a I I'm of course to study. Um, you know, throughout the I'm drawing a blank on the first name. Do you know the last name? Obviously, Mandarin. Uh, That's where we're headed towards, right? Well played. <laughs> oh! <laughs> right to jail. Right away. Oh. Incredible. It's not Ron English, I can tell you that. <laughs> the great Ron English. Tackle with your face. Larry. Larry is incorrect. Ah. <laughs> Correct answer is Doug English. Bing bong. I could be you, Doug. Felt differently than Doug McDaniel. That was really good, Ryan. That was fun. That was a uh, that was really, really well played. Oh, there's scary Terry tweeting in the show. He says Doug English. That's right. 
Very well done there, Mr. Terry. Man. Yeah, Mandarin. That's what we're headed towards. That was a that was quite the zinger there, Ryan. How about that? Spy balloon flying over. And then uh allegedly China's was it what, what what's his exact title? Is it President Z? Yeah, he is president, technically. The uh president of the, the Z was it Queen King Pang or something like that? Yeah, she's she is they're they're very dissatisfied. What did I tell you? You guys are already doing it. What's that? Speaking Mandarin. Oh, <laughs> guys, uh, we're we're ahead of the game here. Yeah, it was a what a what a wild weekend. Uh, spy balloon flying over Montana, Billings, Montana, and then another one over uh, in Latin America as well. It was found in like Costa Rica, I believe, is where they saw the other one at. So interesting, interesting times. I will save my political discourse for. Uh, somewhere else. Definitely not social media, though. I'll keep it off of there, too, because that's just... uh, Don't want to pick any fights. All right, uh, speaking of picking fights, dude, what is going on with the Spartans? My goodness, road trip to Rutgers. Felt like a winnable game for Michigan State. Uh, I I don't know. I really... I am not sure. Uh, Spartans now 1-3 in in their last four. They are 2-5 in their last seven. Sitting at six and six overall in the conference, fourteen and nine overall. Michigan just one game away. They actually have a, a one game lead over Michigan State right now. I can't believe I'm saying that. What on God's green earth happened there on Saturday? You can't make a shot. <laughs> Malik Hall goes one for eleven. Joey Hauser loves to start every game. Zero for five. Like AJ Hogard, like oh he's he's tired and he's tired he doesn't play well, cool, condition better. Like wow, like sorry, Everybody, like, everybody's tired, right? Like that's not an excuse. Like it, it just can't be, and it seems like the last three years this has been Michigan State. Like oh start out the season well, start out the Big Ten season okay, and then just. Hold on for a tournament bid. Try your hardest to have the tournament committee just go, mm, I don't know, Jim. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I it, I mean, the thing about it is, so this is where you're looking at like quad one wins. You're looking at the damage that they've been able to do um, against some of the bigger named opponents, beating Kentucky, beating Villanova. Uh, you lose to Gonzaga, lose to Alabama. You beat Oregon, right? You you lost to Notre Dame. I, I mean, you were you were rolling right along. You beat Michigan. You beat Wisconsin when they were when they were ranked. Obviously, things have changed drastically for the Badgers. Um, you, know, you played Purdue to a one point game. Who knows what happened? How about Indiana beating Purdue? Boy, was that that was a lot of fun at Assembly Hall. My goodness. Uh, but I just man, I don't I don't know. I'm starting to feel real shaky. You know, we did a little bracketology. What was that? Two weeks ago. We'll do another one. Um, tomorrow where we update you on, on how the Big Ten it looks to be faring because uh, those usually come out on Mondays uh, from Joe Lenardi over at ESPN. Say so now it's like three times a week he's doing it. So it's like every Jeez. other day bracketology's coming out. And before this loss, they were, I think, at a seven seed for Jerry Palm with CBS because that's what the game was on. So they're using him in – for MSU, and this is what you can do. You can rest on your non-conference is for your, you know, resume. But that doesn't mean you go out and lose 
horrifically throughout the Big Ten season. Nobody told you you could lose, right? But what also helps is that Michigan State's Big Ten schedule seems to be seem to be more front loaded, and it seems after this Rutgers, it's you're getting the team. You know, you're getting Nebraska, you're getting Iowa, you get Wisconsin, again, you get Ohio State twice. So it's like okay. It's 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 not so much you got Purdue out of the way you got Rutgers out of the way, you you got those the top teams this year out of the way already. And based upon the NCAA net rankings, right, which is how you know we're all we're looking at our quadrants, right? What quadrant are you in? Michigan State four and zero in quadrant four, three and one in quadrant three, four and one in quadrant two, three and seven in quadrant one for comparison's sake michigan with a god awful loss to Central. like dude that's the other thing like how after watching central michigan i mean how did that ever happen it's because i wasn't there that's why that's why that happened i'll i'll take the i'll take the blame for that folks i'd have been there i'd have really i'd have knocked down some shots i'd have been in there blocking out i've been clapping for everybody you could have played the five for central probably been the tallest guy out there Dude, Central's like Central Michigan's lineup has 6'11, 6'10, 6'11, 6'10. I'm like, I'm like, where where do we get these guys at? And get ran off the court at Toledo on Saturday. Ran off the court. I couldn't believe it. It'd be like 30. It's like, how do you have all this size and nobody knows what to do with it? They got this kid, McCaskill, though. I mean, they got some guys that can fly. That McCaskill kid, holy mackerel, can he jump? He dunked one, and I'm, I this dude went baseline, and it was disgusting. I was like, "Oh, geez!" I was like, "Can we replay that?" Like, "No, we can't replay." That. I was like, "Why wouldn't you replay that? Show me some quality stuff here." But for comparison's sake, Michigan five and one in quadrant four, I lost to Central two and zero oh in quadrant three, four and one in quadrant two, two and eight in quadrant one. Currently ranked sixty eighth in the net rankings they were previously 74th before this weekend so i don't i don't know but man i saw it i i looked at uh, i was doing a double header on we had women's basketball followed by men's basketball in the glass city on saturday and i was uh, I, I opened up twitter and i saw one of ryan's tweets and i don't remember what it said i just knew i was like oh, oh it was God. only one tweet i don't really tweet a lot during games because ryan, i'm more focusing mad. on the game the people that can sit there and tweet out throughout the entire game it's like it's quite good, a skill. Good for you. But it's just Michigan State, they played 10 minutes of the whole 40-minute game. The The second 10 minutes of the first half, they did really well. They got the lead. They built the lead going into halftime. And then it just seemed like they were just – they were done. Like the energy wasn't there. You're going into Madison Square Garden facing a top team in the Big Ten, a team you beat already this year. Where's the energy? Yeah, the uh, the game that is that is coming up, by the way, tomorrow, Michigan State fans, you have my condolences. My thoughts and prayers are with all of you as they tip that thing off at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock home game. 9 o'clock. Are you kidding me? Inside the Breslin. That is awful. What's the preceding game? Do we know? This one's over on ESPN2. I don't, I don't know. I'll look it up here in a minute 
I was going to say, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is offhand either. All right, we got to step aside. I didn't realize we were so over. Jeez Louise, we'll be right back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5 on items like Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Wing Sauce or Marinade, Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese, and Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5, plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole. Just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Now you can follow everything Michigan High School Sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com. On Twitter, at MHSAA. On Facebook, MHSAA. And you can watch archive sports and live sports in season for boys and girls all across Michigan, all schools, at MHSAA.tv. But stay up to date on everything Michigan High School sports at mhsaa.com imagine this winning big at soaring eagle do it for the love of money saturdays in february 7 to 11 p.m winners choose three thousand dollars in premium play fifteen hundred dollars cash or fifteen hundred entries into the february 25th drawing for a chevy camaro cl1 for the love of money one hundred thirty thousand dollar giveaway only at soaring eagle casino and resort your getaway Reimagine. Visit TouringEvilCasino.com for complete rules and details. Memphis Grizzlies head coach handled internally this John Morant laser gate that took place with the uh, the Indiana Pacers. Did you uh, see the jot the the, the tweet? tweet? What? Yeah, I don't know they're, what exactly he's saying. They're capping. Did an investigation seen they were capping? Who? The Who? Athletic allegedly was capping. Which capping is a term for uh, lying, for those that are unaware. I don't know where that word came from. I don't know how it came to be. I can't stand when it is used. Um, <laughs> I'm just getting old. Like That's just what it is. I'm just getting old. But yeah, no cap. Cuddy. All that stuff. Get out of here. Um, yeah, they, John Morant's like, no, we didn't do anything. I'm like, look, we're, we're like, let's see this full-on investigation. Let's see it. 
The Athletic isn't one to just come out and tweet some fraudulent stuff. So who's who's protecting who here? That's what I want to know. Mr. NBA. Mr. Image League. Hmm. Suspicious. Not I I want to see it. By the way, Ryan's research department did find out the travesty of the scheduling for Michigan State's 9 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night against ESPN2. Whether you think, as the most fair and honest show here in America, and you know I'm a Michigan man, I love watching my Michigan Wolverines slap the Buckeyes yesterday. That was great. Michigan State lost over the weekend. At 1 o'clock in the afternoon. At 1 o'clock in the afternoon. An appropriate time. Michigan State lost on Saturday, and all I want to do is go find that Brutus Sparty guy, but I, I was just like, I'm not going to take the effort to tweet him. Just to ask him how his weekend's going. That guy's always in my mentions. But, uh, yeah. You know I don't like Michigan State. I don't have to. We tolerate each other because we work together. That's it. He doesn't like us, and we don't like him. That's totally fine. Tuck going. All that. But what Michigan State is being asked to do tomorrow night, the same thing that Michigan had to do, was it two weeks ago? Last week, whenever that was, against Purdue. Tipping the ball off at 9 o'clock in the Eastern time zone. A majority of the nation lives in the Eastern time zone. A majority of the people live in, in, in the East Coast, Eastern time, the Eastern seaboard. The East side? Why are we catering to the West? Where is my line in the sand down the Mississippi? Michigan State, Maryland is preceded by number 25 Auburn at Texas A&M at 7 o'clock in College Station. I guarantee you this much. The number of people who give a rat's behind about Auburn basketball in Texas A&M that live in the eastern seaboard, pretty slim, pretty slim. Maybe your pocket in the southeast. But if I'm not mistaken, College Station is an hour behind. Why would you not play Michigan State? Start them at 6.30. What are you going to miss out on? What are you going to miss out on? Run sports that you got, you got PTI that's preceded by Around the Horn, that's preceded by, and those are half-hour shows. So that's going to take you all the way up to 6 o'clock. Run a half hour of Sports Center. Go right out to the action. You don't need a pregame show. Sports Center, boom, 6.30. Tip it off. Michigan State, Maryland. The kids like it. The game day employees like it. The media likes it. I'm sure the coaches like it. Nine o'clock is a travesty, especially when preceded by a Western game. It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. It, it, it really doesn't. And it bothers me. It's never going to stop bothering me. It's a big night for college hoops. FS1's going to have action. They've got a doubleheader. CBS Sports Network, BTN, like, you know, over on ES. What about ESPNU? Can we just can we put them on ESPNU if you have to? We don't care. We know where to find it. We got we get hit the guide button. People are like, oh, I can't find this channel. Hit the guide button. Use the search function. It's not like I'm asking you to log into some streaming account to stream it and only to have your phone or, or your computer not, you can't remember the passwords, so then you can't log in, and then you got to refresh and buffer. You just change stations. You don't have to back out of an app and open another app only for that to update. Maybe it didn't update, so you can't watch what you want to watch anyways. Regular TV. Put them on ESPNU. 
Why are we watching East Tennessee State and UNC Greensboro? I can guarantee it. Nobody gives a damn about that game unless your kid plays for the team. Ridiculous. And that's a that's a that's a personal gripe that I have that I will come together with Spartan fans and sing Kumbaya for because that should not happen. Should not happen to any team in the Big Ten. Unless, of course, you play in, the, in another time zone. So if you're Illinois, you're Wisconsin, yeah, it's gonna be, you're Minnesota. You guys Nebraska. are going to love those those weekday 1030 tips when you're playing USC and UCLA. Yeah, that's that's going to be uh, – But that we makes won't have to – those will be road games, though, so we won't have to deal with it. Well, I, you're still going to watch them. That's yeah, true. but it'll make sense. Of like, oh, we're playing in California. Yeah, it's going to be a 10 o'clock tip. Makes total sense. But they're not going to come here. We're not going to play at 10. They're going to come here for football, and they're going to play at noon. And it's going to feel like 9 o'clock in the morning, and they're going to get their doors blown off. Or they're going to stuff them in that 3.30 spot, and they're going to get smoked again. You know? But, hey, that's neither here nor there. So, Michigan takes on Ohio State. Good game for good game for Michigan. And the, the one thing about this, uh, Terrace Reed, my guy, love him. Too many fouls. He's he's trying to figure it out. They got a little ticky-tack on him. That's fine. So he's going to be really good when he just learns how to play basketball. Yeah. going to be real. And I don't mean that as an insult at all. It's just he's very raw. Very raw. He is a giant ball of Play-Doh. Just stay there and let them mold you, and you have all-conference type of talent. Like the guys in athletics, to be his size and be his his level of athleticism, he didn't even barely touch the ball on offense. Like he came in, it was like, boom, three fouls right away. Right away. And he played four minutes, had four fouls, one rebound. That was it. Uh, the biggest thing for me in this in this basketball game, and and of course, you know, missing out on the just like football chant. I know that there was a travel by Kobe Bufkin uh, late in the game, dude. What are you doing? Like you could just pick the ball up and stand there, but you can't just walk around. They're going to call it like See, the same thing happened at the end of Michigan State Rutgers, where the Rutgers guy was dribbling around, stopped, tossed the ball to his teammate. His teammate was looking at the crowd. Ball goes out of bounds. <laughs> Pay attention, kids. Pay attention, please. Hunter Dickinson had a nice day with 26 and 11. He was unstoppable on 10 to 15 shooting. Um, you know, Jet Howard shot the ball a whole lot. Boy, he had, some, he had some chucks in there where he just caught it and let it fly. 5 of 12 for 16 points. Kobe Bufkin, really good game. Kobe Bufkin has taken the next step. And I couldn't be happier for, and it doesn't matter to me that, yeah, he shot five for 10. That was great. He was two for four from three. That was great. Finished with 13, eight and five. Those numbers are great. But as a sophomore for little Kobe Bufkin, young Kobe to be out there diving on the floor for loose balls, taking that next step of that next level of care. We are going to do this. We're going to do this well. And we're going to, we're going to hit the floor for a loose ball. We're going to try to win the 50, 50 contested ones like that. We're going to get in there and rebound. All of that is important. And I know that the floater wasn't working for Doug. He struggled to shoot the ball. I don't care how he shoots the ball. Doug McDaniel, uh, uh, all aboard the freshman train here with Terrace Reed Jr. and Doug McDaniel because Doug's the guy. Doug can be the guy. I, I firmly believe that. There was a moment yesterday that I felt very reassured in saying that. He brings the ball up the court in the uh, first half. A lot of pressure right over the midcourt line. 
and he's backed up basically against the line. He goes from the far side of the court over towards me, coming coming my direction. They're moving from right to left on your or no, which way are they moving? They're moving left to right on your television. And as he makes his way across the floor, he handles the double team, keeps his dribble, doesn't panic. Got a tongue hanging out of his mouth. You know, doing one of those. And that's all I needed to see. Doug's growth this season, whether he shoots the ball well or not, has been, and he's playing 37, 38, 40 minutes a game. Like, he's rarely coming off the court because Jalen Llewellyn got hurt, and when he comes off the court, they got a, they got a real thin rotation right now they got to figure out. Uh, Joey Baker came in off the bench, gave him a spark. He was really nice, uh, injured his ankle, but that's, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. You know, finished with eight points on three of five shooting. He was two of four from three. Happy with his performance. Uh, but just really, all in all, very, very happy with the way that Doug McDaniel has handled this season, considering the fact that he was the change of pace, probably come in, and if Jalen Llewellyn plays like Mike Smith, you know, Doug might see 10, 12 minutes a game, maybe. You know, but he's a fret. But, he, you know, this is, this is baptism by fire, trial by fire right here. Llewellyn is down. You have to play. And he has done such a good job of that. That I have, uh, I think, I think he could be the next, you know, four-year guard that really, by the time he's a junior or senior, he could blossom into being something incredibly special for this team. Let's get to the Meyer Super Center guest line, 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176. I know David Hudsonville is elated to stay up and watch his Spartans tip off at nine o'clock tomorrow night. How are you, Dave? Hey, good morning, AB. You're exactly right. You know, we've got uh, like Jekyll and Hyde basketball teams for each other, man. So, we, the, the God forbid we get on the same page for the same week and both win a game at this, on the same day. But I tell you what happens, and, and here, here's the deal. So Michigan State has no supportive scoring. You know, Malik Hall can't throw it in the ocean. Um, you know, the other players are, are struggling in that regard. And you know, really what nobody's talked about is they miss Julius Marble terribly. He would have been their starting center and then had Madi Sissoko come off the bench. We just can't play the two freshmen and expect to compete in the Big Ten, you know, defensively or offensively with what goes on. So really, really hard when Michigan State doesn't have supporting scoring the ball. But also you see what happens when Buffkin and Howard score the ball, and then you have the third-best big man in the league after, you know, Edie and after Trace Jackson and – you know, in the, in the big man for Michigan, you know, Dickinson. And so that that's, you know, the difference for both of these teams is if a supporting cast, you know, Michigan State just needs to find scoring after Tyson Walker or Hogarth. You know, they need balance scoring, but Michigan needs it from the outside, you know, from Howard and from Buffkin or even, I think he made a mistake earlier not playing Baker more because Baker coming out of Duke and Baker can score it. You know, he's missed some early, but at the end of the day, he still believes and he's been around big-time basketball. So, But the challenge, you know, for Michigan State, not having a big, but for Michigan, this year, last year with Dickinson. You know, everything changes next year because then you got a big hole in the middle. You know, and so Oh, forth, do you know so something we don't, forth. Dave? Have you been given word? Yeah. You got you got sources, Dave? Oh, Where's he not, going? I mean. Where's he going? What's yeah. he doing? Hmm. Well, I don't know. Can he stay another year? Why not? He's got eligibility. He's only well, a junior. Yeah, he's going yeah. well, to get paid more playing for Michigan than he will in the NBA because he's he's going to struggle in the NBA. So I agree with you in regards to if he gets another big money year. So that could be the case. 
I don't want to say he's going to go, but his game his game is going to peak out this year. It's not going to get any better. But they could be a better college team next year with uh, with their perimeter players and with him in there if he decides to stay a year. I think he should, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, but what? But if you're going to go, if you're going to go get paid, I agree. It's not bad. He becomes he becomes a veteran big man, but his game has got to his game's got to change. I mean, not change. He's very effective inside. He's just got to demonstrate more of an ability to hit an outside shot and and move effectively. Yeah, the um, definitely you know the outside shooting. I, and to be honest with you, maybe Dave, it's because I'm old. You know, I don't I don't necessarily want my seven footer shooting threes. Uh, you know, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns. It's nice when they can yeah, do they, it, but I wish they would just make a living on the block. And maybe I'm just holding on to yesteryear. Maybe that's yeah. What you it are trim twos and threes now, Anthony. I'm sorry, but I mean he can, because the same thing's going to happen to Edie. They're talking about Edie. They they projected him as an early second round pick. You know, and, and some draft analysts and so mm-hmm. forth. And I think Edie and Edie. I mean. Edie gives you something very unique. Dickinson, you know, is is solid and can certainly score inside. But at the end of the day, with as athletic as those bigs are, now in the NBA, it's crazy. And you look at what Edie and when Hunter and Edie had to go head to head. I mean, that's a that's a prime time matchup right there. When you want to see how this guy can defend uh, the traditional big in Zach Edie, who's just going to catch it on the block and go to work. And that's exactly what he did. And Hunter didn't really have. I mean, it's seven foot four. When you put your arm up in the air, you're basically like twenty eight feet tall. So you just drop it oh, in yeah. the hoop, anyways. But I mean, Hunter, seven, looked, like, Hunter, Hunter looked like he was six seven against Edie. It's crazy, exactly. right? But at, at the end of the day, you're still seven feet tall. Like you know that that that's the matchup yeah. people want to see. I think that he can continue to work on his uh, on his body. And and to be honest with you, if you haven't left by now, you might as well come back for one more. And I know everybody's like, oh, Jet Howard's a lottery pick, and. I mean, after the no, season, no. Jed Howard's not a lottery. Yeah, Jed, Jed Howard's not a lottery. Pick oh, yet. he is. He's not consistently done it. Easy there. Drink that Kool Aid, brother. No, you I don't. Gotta, and and do look, look. Hey, time. look. I didn't believe in Caleb Houston. I'm not telling you I would draft him. I'm just saying, like, when they look at him, like that's what they want. They want six seven. They want a guy that could shoot, get up and down the floor. He's got to figure out how to go left. That's a that's a that's a glaring you know issue. Uh, in his game is that he's got to go left. But the like his the, his catch and shoot off a screen is it's nice it's it's just got to drop but he's got he's got yeah. all the all the tools that's why i mean they're they're drafting on on potential at that point yeah and most and, and most michigan guys get better when they leave you know a lot of those a lot of those guys have gotten better and continue to grow their game later on in the nba with some of the stuff I mean, that goes down. Michigan, that's what you hope for when someone goes pro is that they get better but if you look at the nba draft if everyone outside of eight is a project the top eight are like you're hoping like come in right away. After oh, really? eight, it's a project. What, uh, interesting, you said eight there because I know of a project we drafted at but seven. It, that is, but it's an arbitrary number inside ten of every NBA draft. Yeah, you're looking at a guy like, oh, this is a project. We just took him sixth overall. What do you mean he's a project? That's how the NBA draft works. Yeah, I would say those top three are probably one, two, and three are probably pretty safe. Like you better you better come in and impact this team immediately because if not. Oh, that's a that's a miss. Hey, David yeah. Hudsonville, I appreciate you. You gonna stay up and watch the game uh, late tomorrow night? Oh yeah, I'm ride or die, ride or die, baby, just like you, Anthony. I'm there. Well, yeah, I got a bedtime, Dave. You know, I just can't be out all willy nilly with the kids all the time. All right, Dave, appreciate the call, my friend. Thanks, partner. Yeah. Love that guy. Great. All right, folks. Hey, a reminder: are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings. 
an official sports city partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings. Happy Hour, Super Boost. Who doesn't love Happy Hour? Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. We going over on Kelsey catches? We going over on points? What are we doing on Mahomes? Where are we at there? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code HUGE. New customers bet $5 at Super Bowl 57. Get $200 at free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code HUGE. 21 plus of most eligible states. Varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario and in Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bonus issued is free bets. Opt-in is required for the odds boost. Bet type and amount limits vary. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Hour 3 next, X's and bros.